0: And from what I understand, and I've learned a lot from the experts that we have hired, that process really continues pretty much up until the time you open the stadium. One of the things that just came up, and I don't even have all of the details, but I know they tweaked the end zones a little bit over the last week or two, and they added some more seats to it, which was kind of exciting. So those things are happening really daily between Populous the Architect, Legends, Turner Gilbane, the construction manager, and us.
1: got news on bill season tickets and how it ties into the new stadium that moves forward jeremy white jody biasi happy wednesday here on wgr joining us on the western hotline is uh, executive vice president and chief operating officer of psc um ron rickouille ron good morning over the buffalo
0: jeremy good morning hey joe
1: how's it going uh day-to-day tweaks you got any more tweaks any new more seats in the end zone just before we get started
0: Uh, We have more standing room now in the 100 level as of yesterday. All right. It's exciting. Yeah, Yeah, it is exciting. Every day, as we kind of talked about last time, um, we fine-tune this more and more, and we're really looking forward to showing the fans and the community what we have over the next week or two
1: okay next week or two that was going to be one of my next questions you'd said that you know a video kind of fly through tour you'd seen something like that that included the the history of the bills and uh we're, we're looking at not that much time out before people get a chance to see something like that
0: that's exactly right we'd love to get these contracts signed in the next uh week to 10 days put that behind us and then really get to the fun part of building the stadium and showing our fans the future of Bills football
1: and the the news today about the season ticket holder we've got updated prices some updated information on, on how things work everything it seems Ron ties into uh, the plan for the new stadium trying to just transfer everybody over across the street when the new building is there, there there's a ramping up So so tell us how Uh, Today's news, season ticket holder, numbers, how that has affected seniority, how things tie from this current renewal period into the future of the new stadium.
0: That's exactly right, Jeremy. Um, You know, it it feels like it's still three years away, but this process is really going to begin this year. Uh, The season ticket, our season ticket holders, you know, who are the lifeblood of our organization, they will have first right in the new stadium based on seniority and maintaining their season tickets in this 2023 season is critical to that. As we begin that process, we'll be reaching out to them first. They'll be able to come into the sales center, they'll be able to meet with our representatives and really choose their seat going forward into the new stadium. This season ticket member list, this process is really critically to that, critically important to that.
1: Do, do you have a, a a number yet? When when do you expect the actual final number? To be ready for the new stadium, and, and how does that, how does that mesh with your current season
0: ticket number? Are you talking about the number of season tickets available? Yes. Yeah, you know, fifty-four thousand is probably a good target right now. Um, best practices are try to sell ninety percent of your capacity to season ticket members. So if we're going to be, you know, just north of sixty thousand, I would be right around that 54,000 from a target standpoint.
1: So targeting 54 on the new stadium, what's the number right now? Is its is it 54, or would you expect numbers to kind of just eventually naturally get towards that number?
0: Well, it's, it's a great question, and it probably requires uh, more than the time we have today. But last year we had just over 62,000 season ticket members. We have a goal this year to increase that closer to 64,000. And your first question and, and our fans' question is, well, what does that mean if you're going to reduce it by 10,000? seats, right? How is everybody going to have the opportunity in the new stadium? Well, included in that 62,000 number and that 64,000 number, hopefully this year, is a pretty significant amount of brokers and resellers. We will be systematically trimming that down, and we have already started that over the last year or two, until we get to the new stadium so that our core fans have the ability to get into those 54,000 seats.
2: This might be a dumb question, but is there a reason why you like there, there would always be single game tickets? Like in theory, if you could sell every seat as a season ticket, it, is that not something that teams would do?
0: No. Um, listen, we have, we have great fans who can't afford or don't have the time to come to every game. And we want to make sure that they have the ability to do that. So that's first and foremost, you know, number two is you want to grow your fan base and, You know, new fans that are coming in, younger fans, people that have come from different parts of the country or really new Bills fans. We want them to experience Bills football. And a lot of times they do that through single game tickets, not through season tickets. We want to make sure that we get everybody. You know, this past year, um, we averaged over 70,000 fans. We had a very, very low no-show rate, which was terrific. And again, we had 62,000 season tickets. So we had almost eight Eighty-five hundred individual game buyers every game. Those are those are also critical to the lifeblood of this organization and our fandom.
2: As
1: you mentioned, trimming out brokers and and resellers is that process complex? I mean, I, I don't need you to go through exactly how it works, but in, in order to get to a future where if you have fifty-four thousand season tickets for sale in the new stadium, all fifty-four thousand are like the meat, and you're trimming the fat of brokers. Is that a two- to three-year process that Univision, it would take that long?
0: No. In the new stadium, it's going to happen immediately. Let me just give you one example. Right now, if you're a new season ticket holder, you are limited to a maximum of six tickets on your account. So right now, currently, we have um, season ticket accounts, brokers, resellers, whomever, with a lot more than six. In the new stadium, it'll probably be six or eight, maybe at the most ten. We still haven't finalized that yet. But that's how you systematically trim down the resellers and the brokers in order for our core fans to have access to those tickets. Gotcha. That is really the the that's the crux of it right there. It is pretty simple from that perspective. Okay.
1: So yeah, like somebody might have fifty tickets and now that'll be capped at maybe potentially ten. Correct. Okay. When it comes to the the brokers in the secondary market. You know, part of today's news is that season ticket prices are going up on the average of 12%. You know, the how how much do teams run use the secondary market to gauge supply and demand? To me, it's always seemed like there's a I don't know, a a strange relationship between any sports team and its secondary market because that's somebody else making money off of your ticket. In some cases, it's a broker. In other cases, it is a season ticket holder that maybe can not attend a game that wants to get some of their costs back. So what is the organization's idea relationship with the secondary market in principle?
0: Well, I would focus more so on the single game ticket market before you get to secondary. Um, That to us is more indicative of where season ticket prices should be. You know, as you guys know, with the information that we put out there, our season ticket prices were um, I believe 51% lower than our individual single-game price. To us, that's, that's a strong statement. What happens on the secondary market a lot of times is uncontrollable. It's schedule-dominated, it's opponent-dominated, it's proximity-dominated. It really isn't a main factor when we determine season ticket pricing. We really look at our community, our, our ability to still fill up a stadium with our season ticket members, And we don't spend very much time thinking about the secondary market.
2: You you mentioned strength of schedule, or at least the matchups, can affect the secondary market. Will it affect who opponents are coming up on a schedule? Will that affect season ticket prices for you guys?
0: Uh, It it has a minor factor in it, for sure. Um, But, you know, with the success that we've had on the field, we're playing a first-place schedule, right? And that first-place schedule is going to lead itself to more marquee matchups. Um, it'll also lead ourselves to more primetime games. And if they're not primetime games, certainly premier games you know, on CBS and Fox. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you one stat that we came across, which I think is really important, is 125 million people watched Buffalo Bills primetime games last year. <laughs> and, and that's huge. Um, so, yeah, those marquee matchups are going to come as long as we continue you know, our success on the field, and that's exciting for everybody
1: context, Ron, you know, the 12% increase in in season ticket prices on the average, where do the bills stand when comparing your prices to the rest of the league right now?
0: We're still in the bottom quarter of the league. Um, We didn't get the final numbers on 2022, but if I had a guess, we were somewhere between 26th and 28th in the league in ticket revenue. I wouldn't expect us to go um, much different than that with this increase. The league as a whole, you know, goes up every year. So I, I don't think we're going to see much of a jump from that perspective.
1: And again, w- one of the big parts of this process is maintaining seniority because that's how season tickets will be dealt with in the new stadium. Seniority,
0: seniority. Yes, you know, first you got to be a member, right? And then your seniority, you know, ranks you on the list. So we we love our season ticket members. We think this is a great value for them um, going into the new stadium and. Look forward to showing it to them later this year.
2: Do you find in the numbers that fans are getting in now more than normal because of the new stadium? In essence, like would the would the waitlist be longer than normal because of the new stadium, or is it right along the lines of if your team is this good, you're going to have a waitlist?
0: Well, I don't know that we really ever had a waitlist in the past. It's certainly not a waitlist of six thousand fans. Uh, so that tells you, you know, where where fans are. Certainly the new stadium is part of that equation, but so is the excitement around Bills football. Um, You know, what we've accomplished, the value that season ticket members have within within our stadium, within our organization is key. The entertainment that we have, the players, the coaches, all of that contributes to that wait list. But make no mistake, I do feel the excitement starting to build around the new stadium and that wait list is certainly a result of that.
1: Speaking with Ron Racuya on the Western Hotline. Right, I have a, a question from a listener. That's a very specific one. It's about, you know, you're talking season ticket holders. You want to trim down the number that are that are in the hands of brokers. Out of state fans, can out of state fans buy season tickets, or is there a block on that?
0: Uh, that's a really good question. I know historically there had been. I believe we've re- released that block, so we've allowed fans to, you know, from outside the area to buy tickets. And the main factor in that is the Buffalo Bills are now a national team. Historically, people from out of town that bought tickets were visiting team fans and brokers. But now our fan base is everywhere. And they're coming back to Buffalo in record numbers to be part of Bills football. So we did open that back up, and that will continue into the new stadium.
1: Okay. And would you, would you estimate, you know, as you're talking about your season ticket numbers now and trimming it down, part of the trim down comes from brokers – best estimate best guesses if you wanted a season ticket in the new stadium it is it time to get in now if you want to be I mean guarantee is a strong word guarantee but if you want to get in the new stadium this is a time to get in
0: 100 percent um and this is much of a guarantee as you could possibly have in life uh our season ticket members will get into the new stadium we we know that we've we've done the research we've seen where the accounts lie we know how many individual account holders there are and we're working towards that i feel really comfortable saying that if you're a season ticket member you are going to have access into the new stadium as a season ticket member
1: and i want to just bring back something we talked about a couple of weeks ago maybe people weren't listening when we last we talked which would have been maybe a week or two ago um PSL prices you know you had told us those will come out in 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 stages, it won't all just be uh, available at once. This is something that, over the course of getting through this year, uh, getting to opening the sales center, that those will come out in waves.
0: Yes, that's correct. Uh, There won't be a menu, let's say, of PSL prices. The PSL prices will be released as the sections of the stadium are released. Okay.
1: And what I had one other follow-up on that, but I, I lost it. Joe, you got anything?
2: My brain went. How about on the d- design of the stadium? I'm not sure we've asked you a while about sports books and whatnot. Is there is that something that will come later for uh, sports books in the stadium? Is that something even that would be built into the structure, or again does that come
0: after the fact? Joe, you must have been listening yesterday in my office. Uh, <laughs> we we identified space in the new stadium for the potential, and I have to emphasize that because right now the the rules and regulations both from a state perspective and from an NFL perspective are a little bit prohibitive but we have identified space in the stadium for a future sports book if that becomes a reality
1: it's funny joe you asked about hmm. sports book i was i was joking with my wife yesterday uh, that i was going to ask you ron does any stadium have daycare because you know, like I, uh-huh. there's amenities. I'm just saying, you know, if there if there were some daycare potential, I might have uh, more luck going to some more of these games.
0: Well, like Howard's camera from our last spoke, our last talk, uh, we'll put Jeremy's daycare on the list right. of things that can
1: perfect. I think hey, I think it's a potential revenue stream for the league. If you could. Uh, You know, you you never know. All right. Uh, Thanks for the update. We'll be on the lookout soon for the, uh, you know, the drone fly-through virtual video that uh, will eventually take us inside the uh, the new stadium.
0: Looking forward to it, guys. Good talking to you, as always. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?